That music can only mean one thing. You are listening to Kenneth. <laughs> JB's Driving Podcast. Under Siege. Steven Seagal. Episode 1. Can't oh, you feel one. the energy? Episode 1 of 1. Episode 1 of Steven Seagal. Movies that we cover. Podcast. This is the first episode starring Steven Seagal, and that's probably the reason why I have a Bible in my hands right now in preparation of this movie. A Bible devoted to one Steven Seagal and Under Siege. Also starring Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Busey, Comini, and of course, Erica Liniak. Sweet. sweet. So sweet. So, this movie, Under Siege, Paul and I have been talking about doing a Steven Seagal movie for a while, and I picked the wrong one. Why? Because this one's actually very good. It It is considered to be the best one that he was ever in. It it's is. The, uh, I think it's the only one that uh, was put up for an Academy, Academy Award. Academy Award. Acad- can you believe a Steven Seagal movie was put up for an Academy Award? The audience themselves gave this film an average grade of A minus. Oh yeah. On a scale, of, I forgot because I wanted to pick a, a Steven Seagal movie that sucked. Well, you picked the wrong one, I sir. I picked the wrong movie. And honestly, I think a lot of his earlier stuff is pretty good. I think the one where it starts. I think w- the one after this is where it starts going south mm-hmm. very quick. And I can't. Did I write it down? Um, yeah. On Deadly Ground. On Deadly Ground. So. Is, is where everything starts going south. So, so yeah. So, we, we promise that we will make it up to you in the future to have a crappy Steven Seagal movie this was a mistake on my part but in my defense in my defense steven seagal's in it steven seagal's in it and he got to see eric hiliniak's perfect 10 yeah like and this was the era perfect yeah you know i I, we were we were kind of discussing this before i mean you said perfect 10 I don't know. I'm thinking like 9.98. And the only reason I say that is I think that her nipples need to be just a little bit darker. A little bit darker? Just they a little con- bit. They, they were very, very pink. They were very, very pink. but They wouldn't be if I ever got a fucking hold of them, though. <laughs> God damn. I tell you. And fucking. This, this was the era. This was the era. <laughs> this, <laughs> this was, I mean, the era when... It was blondes, and they were jamming as much silicone in there with a crowbar as they possibly could. It was 93, blondes, big freaking breasts. Well, yeah. That was the era. It was Baywatch. <laughs> she was Baywatch. She, was, she Baywatch. was another Baywatch chick. Yes. Yes. And in this movie, she plays uh, with Jordan... Jordan Tate. Jordan Tate, yeah. Who was Miss July uh, 89, and she was actually... uh, Miss July 1989 in Playboy's Playmate of the... The year. 
Well, Playmate of the Month, month. for July 1989. So, but she uh, and Jordan Tate, weirdly enough, was the name of another character on Baywatch. Baywatch, they had all the winners. I'm sure that was just a con- you know. They had David Hasselhoff, surrounded by a bunch of very attractive women. Uh, Alexandria Paul. Alexandria Paul. Mostly known from Christine. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, Pamela Anderson, Pam of course. Pam Anderson, and she was just mostly known as naked chick number one in yeah. everything. Yes, and there was Yasmin Bleeth. Wasn't she in there as well? I think so, and this was before... I th- I'm sure it was before Scary Movie mm-hmm. where they had the n- scene with her getting her breast oh, popped yeah. out. Yes, yes. Um, I'm trying to... F- yeah, Yasmin Bleeth was in there. Erica Leniak, Nicole Eggert. Uh, she was another one, but she was uh, from Charles in Charge. She was in Charles in Charge? Yeah, she she started in Charles in Charge. So you basically, you watch Charles in Charge, and she's too young to be looking at you fucking perverts. Oh. And then you get to Baywatch, and you can masturbate as much as you want. There you go. Oh, and, and geez, how can we forget um, Carmen Electra? Oh. Who was in Playboy like every other month? Fucking Carmen Electra, who, uh, you know, her claim to fame, of course, marrying uh, 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 Prince. No. No? I was thinking um, the basketball player. Oh, Michael you know. Jordan? No, dude. Our our North Korean sponsor. Oh, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, he was my fourth guest. <laughs> guess. You would have gotten there eventually. <laughs> Just keep naming people. Larry Jordan, Magic Johnson. Oh, Tracy Bingham was in there, too. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Jordan Tate. Oh, okay. She's the one that, that was played Jordan that's Tate. That's her right there. Holy fucking Bruni, dude. What the full, hell is that? Comes full circle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Kelly. No one has natural breasts that look like that. There's a lot of them in there. I guess they just kind of ran through them. And I think they did. And, like, as they got older and they started to sag a bit, nope, uh, you're out. You're out. You're out. Gone. Next one. Because <laughs> that's all that show was. Just like barely old enough woman. Come on up. It's like a warranty. Up. Oh, you're out. <laughs> Sign the paperwork. Get them enlarged. Come on out. It's fucking ridiculous. You ever watch a show of Baywatch has like the most inane like plot? Dude, there is no story in Baywatch. Johnny. It's Johnny Surfboard. Oh my God. Someone's drowning. Half of his ass. Slow motion running. (laughs) Close up (laughs) on her fucking tits. Her tits. And then she runs into the (laughs) water. She runs into the water with her little, uh, you know, plastic buoy thing. Grabs the little boy, and you you know it's always like some sixteen year old boy that they bring up on the fucking thing, so you can put yourself in his place, or some forty five year old fat guy, so you can put your fucking self in their place. And they all, and they all got like their boogie boards wrapped around their crotch. Yeah, there's it, a flagpole down there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the mouth to mouth scene. That's all we're fucking watching for. We don't give a shit. And then when they wanted to go really bad. They went Baywatch Nights. Do oh, you remember I, fucking Baywatch I, I, I Nights? I heard it, but I didn't Holy watch it. Holy fuck, dude. Is that when the sharks attacked or something? No, it was when he he stopped being a he stopped being a lifeguard mm-hmm. and became a private eye. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, no, you're still full of shit. No, you, no, you're not. No, that's... He was a fucking private eye. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, it's so this? ridiculous. Oh, no. 
It's it, Baywatch Nice's American Police and Science Fiction Drama Stories. David Hasselhoff series spinoff of Baywatch. So what is he here? What is he here though? Where's the uh series during midlife who was resident police officer Baywatch? Decides to quit his job and form a detective. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Baywatch Nights. Fucking hell, dude. It it's the most ridiculous. It the is. most ridiculous. It is. I tell you what though, when that birthday cake scene in this movie happened and, and Meek and I were watching last night. Yeah. And she was even like, Whoa. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> I dude. Mean, those Matter of fact, I wrote this down. It said uh, <laughs> Under Siege did very well on VHS rental, but had to be replaced. Often due to the uh, Erica Alaniac striptease being constantly rewound and replayed. Is that for real? Yes. <laughs> they had to replace the VHS Are tapes because people would <laughs> fucking rewind and watch that fucking striptease over and over oh, again. Dude. I remember watching that striptease over and oh, over again. It's sexy. It's <laughs> fucking hot as shit. It's I don't know what it is. I really don't, but like I can watch just hair. fucking triple X. Just pound them up the ass shit, and it doesn't do as much as that, that is, Erica Laniac scene does. That is a great scene. It is just, oh my god, ridiculous. And all you do is see her tits, <laughs> what? her white chocolate tits. <laughs> Those things. But Mika was even like, holy cow! Like she wasn't ready. Like Mika, this is like '93. It's fucking ridiculous. What they were just massive. You don't see those these, they, 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 but they were perfect. Like oh, they were teardrops. Per- they, were, they were just yeah. They were. Oh my god, the fucking. I mean, she had to have a master fucking yeah. surgeon. She might have had a monobrow, but those holy were, fuck. Those were some magnificent breasts. Then she ruins the rest of the fucking movie by just being annoying. By just being I don't like there. Like, but you know what? We'll get to it in a little bit, but. There's a couple things in this. I want you to, to run this, though. I'll run this. Once you it's get to it, I'll, I'll jump siege. in. Under Siege. I, I appreciate <laughs> Steven Seagal's. We'll get back to Erica Laniac. I appreciate it in this movie. I really appreciate it. Can we get back to Erica Laniac's tits? To, to, I thought Busey did a great job. Yeah, he was good. I saw Lee Jones did a great job until the end. Uh, Yeah, he does go off the rails towards the end. But Steven Zagal, his acting goes off the rail. His, I'm not talking about the character goes off the rail, but his acting just goes way the fuck off. So Tom just put his phone down. So he's been watching that strip scene like for the past five minutes. I don't have to replace my phone though. <laughs> Imagine if that scene was bad. Yeah, like, I'm in Blu-ray now. <laughs> they remastered that shit. <laughs> There's a whole documentary on the Blu-ray version about that strip scene. There's like a. <laughs> You know, an hour-long documentary, and of course they replay it over and over again, like twenty minutes into the docu- documentary. Did they? Okay, because so my di- my Blu-ray copy had no documentaries. No, really, it was just a, no nothing. It like Anaconda. all it had was the fucking trailer. <laughs> oh, they had the trailer. Okay, but the tr- the cool part about the trailer was it was one of the old school trailers, like in a world. One of those fucking guys. Oh, yeah, guys. With that same, oh, guy, yeah, yeah, that same yeah. guy who, like, did everything. He what? did every trailer yeah. ever. Well, did you get the did, did you get the Easter egg on that on that Blu-ray? There's an Easter egg, so if you go look for it, there's the it's it's the strip scene uh-huh. replayed for 15 minutes for all those people who had to do that on the VHS. No fucking way. Yeah, that's funny. It goes yeah, it goes forward and then backward and then uh-huh. forward and backward. No way. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. That's what I'm doing when I go home. <laughs> hey, so the I'm sending the kids to bed. <laughs> what's the um? 
me and what? Erica are going to have some time. <laughs> What's and, the Steven well, Seagal not movie? Me and Erica. Me and Erica's dance. <laughs> What's the Steven Seagal movie that he's in the. Uh, there's like an oil field or he's up north that's cold or something? On Deadly Ground. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Well, on Deadly Ground, he was in. He's like a sheriff like, or. Uh, in the or north. A, uh, park ranger or something. <laughs> <laughs> Park Ranger would be the best. But they, and, the weird thing was, was and I think he had, weighs like uh, like eight hundred pounds by now, and he's still trying to do karate and yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude. And <laughs> we we've <laughs> got to talk about his karate in this fucking movie. <laughs> no, no, like I like how <laughs> the movie. Like there's some of the writing that just blows ass. It's a great movie. But when they finally find the file, the file on him in like the safe, like uh, Busey comes out. He's like he's a martial arts expert. He's got a sober, like, they're so generic in the explanation of who he is. Does not go into any, any form of martial arts to so, make it more yeah. interesting? What do you, so, basically, you're, if they would have come out and said, he does karate and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the G.I. Joe explanation of who this guy is. Right. <laughs> he's, a, he's got a black belt and a keto and the boots to match. Yeah, I mean, something like a little bit more like the menacing, but no, he's a martial arts expert. <laughs> he's, he knows about artillery. And weapons, it's like, woo. <laughs> He's a chef. He's good with knives. So do you think this movie, because you said you said over and over again, it's a good movie, but it has its flaws. It's probably the best. Oh, it's got a lot of flaws. flaws. Do you think this movie would still be good if that strip scene wasn't in there? Like it yes. didn't exist. Yes. yes. If, her, if she wasn't in the movie, yeah. it would still be good. It because would still be she good. gets wait, wait, very wait. annoying. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Well, okay. So let's say she's still in the movie. Mm-hmm. But the strip scene doesn't exist. Ooh. Is it still a good movie? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think Tommy Lee Jones overacting through most of the movie and really at the me. end is was over it, the fucking top. Was it Two Face overacting? Yes. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yes. It was. Uh, it was blown away overacting, which, by the way, I love that fucking movie too. Blown away? Yeah. With Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeff, we haven't done a Jeff Bridges movie. No. <laughs> so, um, so back to Tom's question. Would you really? I I I think she was annoying, wearing the stupid hat sideways like you know. Uh, her, her, oh, her, just she, with the the scruff of fucking uh, hair coming out the front of it. Well, she had to get ready for the boys. You fucking <laughs> asshole! Like, it was after the striptease. Yeah, after the striptease. when they're walking around, and she makes sure to pull a scruff oh, of hair scruff. out every but, time she but puts it could the happen fucking hat at on backwards. <laughs> she has to be ready. It could happen. Just it's just like random what strip the could happen. Hell, dude. They had, a, they had a line of sight there with her eyebrows. Though. Now, okay. One shot with her eyebrows right. straight across her forehead. This is a scene we have to discuss. Why didn't she find tweezers? For her what? Oh, for her eyebrows? Her I don't fucking know. I don't care. This is a scene we have Look to like discuss. like Zeus. Okay, there's a scene. Tiny Lister. Once they release the, the group of guys that are captured in the hall. Did you? Now, now let's. Okay. Focus you on that scene real quick. I'm sorry. He opens the door, and they're just all sitting there like they're taking a family portrait. Right. They're not all panicking all. Okay, anyway. Keep going. Well, what the fuck did you want them to do? I thought they'd be all excited to be getting, you know, be escaping. Well, they didn't know if they didn't know they were escaping uh, or if they were, you know, somebody was coming to fucking kill them. All right, keep going. Okay, so anyway, this is this is what I'm saying. He he decides that he's got to go save all the people in the ballast. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what you do. In the the four four forkel forsel forsel forsel. It's spelled forecastle, but it says forsel forsel. There's an apostrophe somewhere. Yeah, I don't I don't know. 
Anyway, so he decides he's got to save all the fucking Swedish? Uh, semen. Swedish. Swedish? Swedish. Oh, Swedish. Okay. Because so I've never is, heard of is Swedish. It, is, it, is it Swedish? I don't know. It's just a forecastle. Mm-hmm. I think it's Italian. Italian? Yeah. Okay. But they call it the Forsel or something Forsel. the whole fucking time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he decides he's got to save. And they got all these fucking people there. And the one, you know, jockey little asshole, he's like, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm I'm, I just do the laundry. Well, then you have the scene with, uh, you know, he's like, I'll just stay here with Erica Laniac. And she's <laughs> like, I'm fucking going. So he's like, well, how does this work? And she does the scene where she loads oh, the gun yeah, and cocks sad. it and gives it to him. Okay, so first off, let's start with the fact that she, she probably really shouldn't be that adept. Mm-hmm. She fucking shot one guy, and he loaded the gun, the gun in the first fucking place. But beyond that, this is what I really want to discuss. Mm-hmm. This is 1992. Right? 1992. Yes. Where you have this scene with a girl showing the guy. Okay? That is basically a scene where they're making fun of the guy. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. If a Emasculate him. It, yeah, emasculate the, the male, right. which is fine because it's a joke on the him. Okay, fast forward to 2020. Okay. If you have that same exact scene, it then becomes a Mary Sue fucking, like, I'm better than you scene, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same, or, or am I, like, way off on this? I think you... Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I know why the scene yeah. was in there, because at first... Seagal turned down the movie because, I quote, um, said that he had problems with the role of a, of a character, quotes, who is at first a bimbo jumping out of a cake and gets paired up with me. But then once there was revisions to the script. But he asked for her to be in it. Did he? At, uh, something I, w- I, I read they, said that. I wonder if they slept but maybe I'm maybe I'm fucking wrong. But he said that after the revisions to the script – and he gave her a private audition with the cake. The role became a character who gradually reveals her intelligence. So maybe it, was, it wasn't like nowadays they write stuff on purpose in the script. I think this was to make Seagal feel comfortable <laughs> in taking the role. Probably. But imagine a similar scene in Captain Marvel. Yes, that's all, the entire movie. That's okay. The, but that's the point. It's not, it's he, she's not a Mary Sue because she has other flaws. I agree. Ray, That's what I'm saying. Ray from Star Wars is a Mary Sue because she has no flaws. And right. it's the entire movie, all three movies. Captain Marvel has no flaws. She's the most powerful ever. She has, you know, that's the entire movie. That's, that's kind of my point, Tom. Right? My point is, is that in 1992, the main character is the guy who, unfortunately, is more or less a Mary Sue in this role. Because uh, he can't, you know, the, the, he does nothing wrong. Well, he did get right. he did get his back tore up by the grappling hook. Yeah, and that was is, luck. He and hey, hey, he hey, got a tiny I, little no, scratch on no. his fucking face during the final battle. He's a martial arts expert. He's a silver star. He's got he knows his artillery and stuff. Dude, like, we need to discuss this, okay? We, you, you know, I, I'm, I, the problem is is that we're there's too many issues. Did you know Napoleon was an artillery expert? Yes. Yes, and he liked water slides too. Apparently, Napoleon. Yes, that's what I heard. 
Anywho, uh, so he was originally called Dreadnought. Yes, Dreadnought. So the the pro okay. So the question I have now mm-hmm. is: we've already kind of discussed the difference between films now and films in '92. It, it was simply there as a joke, a laugh off type uh, yes, situation. Yes. In two in 2020 or 2021 that we're now in, because I keep forgetting. Um, March 2020. Yeah. March 370. Well, 2021. You just said 2020. I meant 2020 on purpose. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, okay, sure. Anyway, so um, Two weeks. here's – okay, so this was considered to be Die Hard on a Boat, okay? Yes. That's what a lot of people sold this movie as, Die Hard on die a Boat. Die Hard on a Boat. Which, weirdly enough, Die Hard 3 was going to be a movie where terrorists took over a boat and they had to end up – rewriting it because, because it was too similar too to Too similar to The Rock. I mean, Under Siege. Right. Actually, The Rock copied Under Siege. Okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah with yeah. the nuclear weapons. Nuclear and weapons stuff. and the mercenaries wanted, wanting to sell them. Sure. I mean, it's similar. One of the guys of, yeah. They're just not on a boat. They're on The Rock. The Rock yeah. is, on you Alcatraz. know, That's what Under Siege calls. in a prison. Right, exactly. <laughs> the rock anyway. is under in Alcatraz. <laughs> so you have that's why it's called the Rock because Alcatraz has a nickname, and the nickname is called the Rock. Yeah. So they nicknamed the movie the Rock. I mean, are you telling the the audience this, or you think I'm an idiot? Well, I mean, what do you think? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think I, I think you think I'm an idiot. So <laughs> anyway, um, so here's the second part of this. The second. Okay, part. so this is Die Hard on a boat. Right. You watch Die Hard. Yes. You have a fucking normal guy. Great movie. Okay? Yes. Who gets his ass beat. Yes. Who gets shot. Yes. Who has all this bullshit that happens to him in those movies. Yes. Then you have this, Under Siege, mm-hmm. where you have a guy who literally has nothing happen to him the no, entire fucking he movie. he got his back hurt, and that's he it. He got his back hurt because they were throwing, you know, they threw like 64 fucking anchors into the water before they finally got him once. Yes. And he got nicked on the face. In the middle of a fucking knife fight. Yes. Uh, that he, was it. He had a knife. In the whole movie. Yes. So it's kind of like Liam Neeson in Taken, where he just yes. obliterates everybody as well. And there's and nobody can fucking touch him. Nobody can touch him. And it's re- Taken is I also mean, the and that's why I'm like the repository. This is just nonsense. With Steven Seagal, let me tell you something. He probably saw the script where he's looking at his piece of paper here. He's like. Scene 14. Shot in the shoulder. Shot in the shoulder. Nope, nope, nope we got to no, take that I out because I, I won't be able to throw the guy. I'm a martial arts expert. <laughs> I would. I could eat the bullets. I could matrix that shit. <laughs> I would block that with my lightsaber. <laughs> and matrix isn't even created yet. <laughs> no, thank you. What's this? Scene 86. Yeah, this whole thing about me getting stabbed in the in the quad that's not happening. I think I want to throw. Uh, I want to have this guy impaled by a, a metal girder and star instead. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna drop a metal girder from the sky on yeah. this guy. Scene one twenty six. Oh <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this part where these two guys are kicking me while I'm down. We're gonna change that. Where I, I just magically float above their kicks. <laughs> <laughs> and did you notice all the terrorists like? First off, they're like, there's about 30 people in here. He killed like 45. Oh, yeah. It was like, and they all look the same. I think I saw the same guy with a mustache in the one of the stairwell scenes die twice. Uh, in the he, same scene. He killed a lot of fucking people. <laughs> and, and they're all the, mo- they're like the <clears throat> most incompetent boobs. They all look like the same guys that were waiting for Hulk Hogan and who holds barred in the garage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they look like the same guy. <laughs> mustached. What <laughs> is that? 
Thick Dookie. hair. Aqu- Aquanet comb back. Gotta uh, look good when taking over the boat. Jesus Christ. You're, you're absolutely correct. I mean, the, the, the fucking... Taking over the boat? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> other than Cole Meany, like, every one of them was just, you know, terrorist R us. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because we. This is. St- I still say this was a good movie, mm-hmm. but it had so many fucking flaws with it. It's it's so ridiculously oh. flawed. Another scene I loved is when they're blowing up the submarine. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, how are we gonna get there? And they look up at those big, the big cannons. Uh huh. Like, we don't know how to use them, but there's an old fart that's yeah. there for the retirement party. From the <laughs> the one guy from 1942. <laughs> He's the expert, but when they actually got to do everything, he's just standing there looking at them. Right. Does, doesn't say a does fucking it. word. <laughs> the chick is, like, literally firing the cannons. <laughs> and Seagal has a periscope thing. Give him direction. So, 25 degrees, 72 the, inches. But, but, yeah, the one scene with the old guy who's supposed to wreck, he's, like, pressed up against the wall looking over at it. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we let you in the scene, old man. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, obviously, he just gave them tips off camera. Yeah, I mean, you would think he'd be in the Periscope <laughs> himself or being Eric Aleniak. You know he'd be around Eric Aleniak. Shit, yeah. I mean, that old guy should have been I up mean, for just <laughs> smelling that. Dead ass. I just want to <laughs> smell that ass. Just stick it on my face. You know, an honorary old stick guy from... Stick my face like Paul's from, cat. Seriously, an honorary old guy from uh, World War II. Okay, oh, let yeah. me let me say this. Let me, All right, ahead, now that ahead. was last week it's that we discussed too. that. It's your show too. We're, well, I'm going to say this. If Erica Lane, say it already. Okay, Matthew if you fan, so much to shut say, the fuck so up, much. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so much to say. Say okay, it. So last week we were talking about my cat getting up on my chest and farting in my face. If yeah. Erica Laniac <laughs> jumped up on my chest, stuck her asshole <laughs> in my face, and farted, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> I think I'd be okay. <laughs> Even now, like, I look at that. Is this? She's still good enough. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> it may smell like Ben Gay or something, but why not, right? <laughs> smell like asparagus. I don't know. She was like a high You won't fucking dying. hear a goddamn thing because that ass is probably so goddamn loose. It just come out like. I was, it's okay, honey. I understand. See, that's I mean, when she was young. When she was like seventeen, she could just get one of those, you know, those type fucking farts. But nowadays, it's just. See, the tragedy of this is we're not getting we're not getting Paul's face as he makes those sounds on camera. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. So good. So anyway, um, uh, some under, of the people in this seat. movie. <laughs> <laughs> some, there's a lot. There's like a lot of, lot of so any other any other scenes that stick out about I mean, the the finale. The fin- <laughs> the final scene is fucking bad. It's been, it there's is really no, bad. There's no. Oh, I know who you are. They don't that explain dude, it at all. What where, the where, fuck is that? Where's the? It backer? makes no sense. They should explain it all. It's like. At the end, Tommy Lee Jones and Stephen Seagal finally come place to, face-to-face yeah. with a knife fight. Because that's Stephen Seagal's thing. He's a martial, ex- a martial <laughs> art expert. And, and there's just like this, this, there's this little discourse, a little standoff between them. Stephen Seagal is like, I recognize you. And Tommy Lee Jones looks over him. 
I recognize you as well. And that's it. Yeah. That's the entire. What like, the fuck, dude? What happened? Where do you know each other? Were you guys strippers at one time? What and why is it that you're running around? We know your name is Casey Ryback, but yeah. I have no fucking clue that you're, you know, samurai master samurai. Casey Ryback. Martial arts expert. You know, I, I think you're chef, you know, Ryback. It, <laughs> Ryback. How the fuck is it that he knew who he was, but he had no clue who the fuck he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, that little, little, continue. <laughs> But then they have this knife fight where Stigall just whips his ass. Dude, it's a cool knife fight. It though. is a cool. It is a really cool knife fight. Stephen Stigall overacts. Yeah, <laughs> but it's pretty fucking cool. But then there's the, the the final scene where Tommy Jones like sticks a knife in Stigall's mouth, and Stigall goes to no Stigall bites it. Or bites it. Stigall impales top of Tommy Lee Jones' head, and there's like this pauls, and there's an obvious dummy. Yeah, and just. <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. stabs it and then throws him right into the <laughs> right into the like exposed wires. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit over, over the top maybe. <laughs> and that's it, and that's it. And they build up um, there's two henchmen, uh, the black guy and the bald guy with the glasses. Oh yeah, the the black bald guy. Yeah, yeah. Like as he, these guys are gonna be a tough guy. You know, there'd be like a secondary fight, the fight before the main fight. He just gets shot and yep. falls over the rail. It fucking did. <laughs> and then the German dude, like, I don't even know. I don't even remember who killed the German dude. He was just, like, up on a, you know. Yeah. Up up, up somewhere. He gets shot. And just gets shot. Like, all, it almost <laughs> happens off screen. It's so fucking. Then you have Gary Busey. You're expecting a nice, big, fucking lethal weapon yeah. fight scene with Gary. No. no. He's on a boat. <laughs> He's, on a He's on the fucking submarine. He gets blown up. <laughs> just, that's it. It's like, what the fuck is good? There's one fight. One oh, fight. other than the really cool martial arts fight that happens earlier in the film. Oh my god, it's shit. Okay, you have the you have a couple fight scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. You have the the scene where he gets out in great movie. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Um, what is the galley? The galley. So the that's a pretty good fight scene. Yes. Okay, he ends up killing the guy. He, sh- he hits the one with the knife. I think he shoots the other guy. Whatever. Pretty good. Then you flash forward a little ways. And they have that fight scene where it's like him and like four guys and they're actually doing martial arts. Martial arts and yeah. I say that with quotes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. a martial arts expert. And you watch the fucking movie and you know that they're speeding this shit up. <laughs> he flips the guy over. <laughs> it, he takes the one guy and he puts him into the... It's the ones that are that are cutting the rails. Yes. yes that scene. Yes. Okay. Yes. And he takes the one guy and he puts him into <laughs> the, the, the... cutter. The cutter... <laughs> The, whatever the fucking bandsaw thing bandsaw, is. Bandsaw, yeah. Everything's Saul. generic in this movie. Cutter, martial <laughs> well, arts. Well, it was a butt- it, well, Guns. It, it was a bandsaw. <laughs> I just couldn't think of the fucking name of it. But yeah, it, 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 he's just martial artist. But um, it, it's one of the fucking worst fucking karate scenes you've ever seen. <laughs> and the weird thing is, is I just watched this like shitty, uh, you know, like B movie mm-hmm. called Accident Man. Okay. <laughs> I watched it. I actually enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, they're do- This dude is like a martial artist, quote-unquote martial artist in that film. Mm-hmm. The fucking karate scenes or, ty- you know, whatever kind of fighting scenes they have in this movie, and this is a B movie, is awesome. Mm. This guy's fucking kicking everybody. He's flying all over the fucking place. They're flipping and doing this, and there's a cool-ass sword mm-hmm. fight and all this cool shit in it. And then you watch martial arts expert fucking Steven Seagal, and you have to speed everything up because he can't. I mean, what was the argument? 
Well, I don't want to hurt him. You can't flip a fucker without hurting him? No, flip you just couldn't flip the fucker in the first place. If flipping he didn't. is dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a really bad scene. If you watch it, you can wa- you can see where they're speeding everything up. Mm-hmm. I, the, didn't, I didn't notice that, but I wanted to go back and look at it. In other scenes. You so. have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. So yeah, anyway. I, I can look at the other scenes. Over and over again. Where are we again. at? <laughs> We're fine. Don't worry about the time. Oh, okay. We got plenty good, of time. Good, good, good. Okay. Because I got plenty of facts about Steven Seagal and the movie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Bernie yeah. Casey. We didn't discuss him. Oh, He's yeah, Bernie Casey. only in the movie very shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is from the guy from the, the black dude from Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. He was also in... Um, um, Brian Song, Cleopatra yes. Jones, yes. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds, one, three, four, Spies Like Us, Lando, Lando, Lando. I'm gonna get, get you sucker, sucker, yep. Which is in the uh, archives, archives, the repository. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, that's excellent. Uh, another 48 Hours, mm-hmm. and In the Mouth of Madness, which is a movie we absolutely fucking have to yeah, do. Yeah, that movie time. is ridiculously good. Um, he like died. 2017. Jeez. Yeah. Lots of dead fucking people fun, this week. Fun night, isn't it, Tom? Uh, <coughs> Raymond Cruz. Did you prepare that whole soliloquy to, what was his name again? I did. Bernie Casey. Bernie Casey. Didn't you have did. it all, like, they queue that up? Well, I had to yeah. bring it up because he's black and he died, so it's, it's only appropriate. No, it's more. Since last week. Last week, yeah, last week. We didn't do four, we didn't do, yeah, we yeah. only did one you know, black movie this year. Right. Of course, so, we've only done one black movie every year. No, we did. We, we, we did Black Panther. Then uh, we did Coming to sucker. America. I'm going to get you sucker. I'm going to get you sucker. <laughs> and and this out. year, it's Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Next year, we're doing four. Okay. And I think we, you know. Okay. And I'm pu- I'm fucking picking. Oh, you're picking. I'm getting my Blackula, finally. Okay. You do what you need to do to get the Blackula. Uh, it's got to be. got to happen. Dwayne Davis. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy, he always plays a football player <coughs> in almost everything he's in. <laughs> Paul there with two straws. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, course, Tommy Lee Jones, Erica Olaniac, Cole Meany, who, once again, he's another guy that we've Are we done going before. back to the cast again? I thought we did that already. That's uh, what we're doing right now. <laughs> Con Air. Con Air. That's yeah, the, that's which the is also in our... Our repository. repository. Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah. <laughs> the repository. The repository of movies. Uh, Cole Meany was also in Star Trek. He yes. was the one guy. He was in Star Trek Next Generation and Star Trek Deep Space Nine yeah. as Miles O'Brien, or Chief O'Brien. Miles Chief O'Keefe. O'Keefe. How much Keefe is in this movie? Miles, Miles O'Keefe. O'Keefe. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, we never went through all the opening <laughs> shit, so uh, it came out October 9th, yeah. 1992. It opened. Oh, we didn't do the, the sponsorship either. No, we didn't Duck do Pin. shit. Com. We skipped everything. We just jumped right into it this Duck week. Duckpin.com, Brian Griffiths. We got to mention him because yeah. he listens to the show just to hear his name because he's got the ego the size of the fucking battleship that we're covering this movie. Dreadnought. Keep going. Yep. Dreadnought. Anyway, uh, October 9th, 1992, it opened at $15.7 million, which was number one. <laughs> do you week. think he funnels his own farts into his nose? Brian? <laughs> or, or Steven Seagal. <laughs> I don't want to assume anything. <laughs> Griffiths farts in a solo cup. Holy fuck. <laughs> in a solo cup. He doesn't even cup it and throw it in his name. He's, he, uses, he goes all the way with the fucking red solo cups. <laughs> it's like a fucking hyena over here, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, fifteen point seven million, which was number one for the week, uh, and then it totaled at eighty three point five million, which was tenth for the year. Tenth. Yeah. Tenth. Uh, it opened up against the Mighty Ducks. Jeez. Hero, the Dustin Hoffman film. Yeah. Mister Baseball. Hmm. <laughs> That's that not a bad movie. It's no. horrible, dude. It's not a bad I movie. Don't, I, it's uh, fun. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Japan, man. It's fun. Fourteen ninety two, The Conquest of Paradise. Was that, that was a good movie too. That's a very underrated movie. Um, I enjoyed that movie. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You didn't enjoy that movie. No. It's the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross reads. Okay, keep going. Okay, A River Runs Through It, mm. and Of Mice and Men. Oh, really? Yes, yes, yes. That was number one movie. Uh, number one was Under Siege against all that. And then uh, there was a Under sequel, Siege Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Oh, I thought <clears throat> you were talking about movies for the year. So that was, he. That those movies were, those, he, he against opened that, against those yeah. movies. Oh, okay. And it's 10. All of those fucking overall. movies opened the same week. Jeez. Yeah, there's a ton of movies that's, in one well, week. Well, that's, I mean, all of those, almost all of those are like, <laughs> Either classic or near it. Like yeah. people know what they are. They're yeah. very. They're no. And it's not like a bunch of movies. Like oh, I've heard of that one. I don't know the. Yeah, dude. Is. Like the the least known is probably fourteen ninety two Conquest That's, of Paradise. And it, and I'm not saying that it's not unknown. It's just these I love other those ones are period piece huge historical historical drama shit. I love you know them. huge names. I uh, love the what's is that was that one the one about the the Indians and the, the who did that movie what was it called. Uh, Shoot. You mean the Mel Gibson one? That was years later? Yes. I mean, I'm it's serious. A single, there's a single name for it. Yeah. It um, Apocalyptico. Apocalypto. <laughs> oh, that, that was good, dude. <laughs> he did some strange. It was a great movie, man. It, was, it ended up being very stuff, good. Though. Yeah. It, it was kind of annoying like because there was a lot of you know subtitle type stuff. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I did. I, I, I don't want to read during a I, movie. I don't like reading my movies. Yeah, we watch Terrace House now. We got to read all the subtitles. Who you do what? Terrace House. Terrace House. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Oh, I've What's never heard that of about. It? Is that Korean? It's like imagine a is Japanese. Japanese. Oh, okay. Imagine like Big Brother, but with only three girls and yeah, three guys. No, I'm not doing and, that. And they're in <clears throat> Tokyo. And everyone's really polite to each other. And it's like I want to be right. there. But what happens when things get raw? Nothing gets raw. Or gets real. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. What happens when things get real? Real world. Japan. Unlike us. We come out and fight with each other. No. They're like, like, (laughs) they just wait for the person. And they're like, they're very subliminal in their insults. You know, it's like, it's out in front of you, but very subliminal. (laughs) Very subliminal. So there was a sequel to this, uh, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, if anybody actually watched that piece of garbage. Was Steven Seagal It was Steven Seagal on a fucking train. Oh. That sounds like we covered that movie. Yeah, it was was bad. Was there a birthday cake (coughs) in that movie? No. Hmm. Nope, not at all. I don't remember if there was tits in it, but there definitely wasn't a birthday cake. There's a birthday cake, but, you know, Dr. Rachel Levine comes out of it. (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, Stigall, it's actually a pineapple upside down cake if that's the case Seagal cut his ponytail off for this role yes, because did. the navy doesn't allow Ponytails. hair longer than yep. four inches you can't have that hair so 
What else you got over there? I know you got a bunch of facts. says a hundred people are killed in this film. A hundred people. And then maybe there was like, only thirty fucking yeah. terrorists. So how are a hundred people fit, killed in this fitting movie? Fitting in that helicopter? <laughs> no, because there's a hundred people in a helicopter. <laughs> Why did they forget about Eric Heliniak? That's what I wondered. They knew that she was on the ship. Were they gonna kill her? They just kind of forget about that whole thing. Well, if she's running around here with naked, who cares, you know? <laughs> nah. We're offloading some nukes. <laughs> So, obviously, it contains real footage of George H.W. Bush yep. at the, the Pearl Harbor. The reason why uh, Seagal, because Seagal had a lot of input in this movie. He wanted Pearl Harbor to be in the movie to show all the different ships because originally it was called Dreadnought. Right. And there was a be a $100 million budget because there was going to be, like, battleship battles and all that. So, they had to scale it down to $30 million. So, so they had to make it up with the footage of that. Um so it says it was set up in the U.S.S. Missouri, but only some of the f- uh, some of it was filmed. The, there. the only footage of the Missouri is at the beginning when they're doing the aerial shots. How the fuck? How come, can I can I say something? I just <laughs> was. You said some I'm, of it. I'm, no, I'm about to finish saying, but most of it was filmed in the Alabama. Right, and I was just you saying inter- the only part that was the Missouri was the opening so- part where they did the aerial shots. Let me go ahead here. Here's it. Here's. I don't want your <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> cooperating with you. <laughs> He's so cooperative. <laughs> I'm just supporting you. Okay. He's, That's my... I'm, He's being supportive. Oh, my God. Know. I'll cup the fucking hand so you can <laughs> put your balls in it there, you fucktard. Okay, so we go, okay. The name Ryback is a tribute to Siegel's family heritage. Yeah, I know that, too, but I ain't telling you why. Um, why is it? Come on. It's Polish. Yep. Polish people are hardcore people. I am Polish. There are exceptions. <laughs> but for the most part, <laughs> Polish people are some of the hardiest people in the world. They're You're an ba- asshole. They're badasses. <laughs> uh, it translates into English as fisherman. Um, there's one cast member who was serving the naval officer at the time. He was, uh, <laughs> he was um, <clears throat> like kind of the expert on, on board. And he was an advisor. Advisor, yes. And they, so they put him in. That's what they do it a lot. If they're an advisor, military, they'll have some guest appearance there. Um, and Seagal was a real life Navy recruitment slogan in the film. <coughs> it's not a job. It's an adventure. It's. <laughs> Couldn't help yourself, could you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I just you know what? I'll just sit here <laughs> no, quietly. No, no, no. I thought you had to cup your hands in your balls or something. I don't know. Um uh-huh. Gary Busey says he came up with the idea of appearing in drag. Gary Busey recalls I had four forty four double D's stuffed, I had a Tina Turner wig, and nothing was going to stop me. I did the scene twice, once as Commander Krill the male, and once as Nancy the female. He adds after the it scene It had a name? Nancy, Nancy the female. All right. He's nuts. Well, he is nuts. Oh, he's batshit fucking crazy, dude. Cocaine again. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. After the scene, Tommy Lee Jones started laughing so hard he couldn't stand up. I didn't ask why, but I knew it had something to do with me. He's hard. Film's violence was censored in several (coughs) countries. Yep. So that was in the United Kingdom... Some other places. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I jump in. <laughs> and I 
This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I jump in, you give me shit. And then when I leave it to you, this is the fucking... Swaziland. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Go for it. Just... <laughs> Seagal can't quite seem to get his story straight regarding the character of Jordan Tits. I'm telling you. <laughs> to, what is this? Um, to a degree, I don't understand. Under Siege plays out a bit like a buddy movie. I don't get that at all. Sure. However, Steven Seagal's position on this character varies according to which interview you, you read. At the <laughs> time of release, Seagal said he was initially put off making Under Siege because, again, he disliked the bimbo jumping out of the cake. Then he claimed that he was possessed by the rewrites, which made the character Jordan more intelligent. However, in another more recent interview, Seagal says claimed that it was his own idea to have a stripper sidekick in Thunder Siege, in order to give him the film a bit of a humor. In, in order to give the film a bit of humor. Right. Yeah. He's so great. Pamela Anderson said she lost out to the Jordan role after rejecting Seagal's advances. I am so much happier with Erica Laniac. Oh, um, I agree. I agree. I agree. She said in, in 2018, after she was irrelevant, notice how they all come out after and say something shit like this about sexual being, you know. Oh, yeah. After that said actress is, a, is completely irrelevant. Well, you, did you hear that the guy from um, Gran Torino? Uh, have you seen Gran Torino, the, no. the Clint Eastwood film? No. Well, apparently it's it's a movie where he's kind of like a racist, but then this gang comes into town and he has to defend the neighborhood from this gang, okay? And I can't remember what they're called, but it's some Asian group of people, the the mucks or something. Mucks? I, I, I don't really know what they're fucking called because I don't know Asian groups. Um there's more than one Asian. Ming's. I, I, dude, I'm just telling you. The Ming Dynasty, yeah, they are real. Very real. Okay, whatever. So anyway, the the, the guy, the... the, the Until the Hun was... Um, okay, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm just trying to, you know, compliment your fucking point. You're doing a great job. No, I'm not. You are. Uh-uh. How many times have you watched that striptease on your phone? I'm not. I'm playing a fucking game here. Oh, jeez, okay. Wow, multitasking... Yeah, and I'm still fucking talking most. The actress said in 2018, I remember Stephen saying to me, (laughs) saying to me, if you don't do it, then that girl across the hall will do it, and she'll get the job. Sweet. (laughs) There you go. That's my new interviewing technique. (laughs) If you don't do it, that girl across the hall. Jesus Christ. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. That's uh, the way to go, buddy. Numerous other actresses, including Jenny McCarthy and Portia de Rossi, have accused Seagal of similar behavior. And Regina Simmons, an extra in On Deadly Ground, says she was raped by the <laughs> good guy. Okay, I don't know if I'd go that far. Nah. I, I have a, a hard time believing that one. But let's be honest. Steven Seagal... Yeah, it sounds like he would be this goes guy. Huge. He's a martial arts. He's expert. so fucking you know into himself that he thinks that he's doing it for them. However, Eric Leniak has insisted Seagal was never improper to her. Although Gary Busey, who describes Seagal as insecure, she's the one that got the role. Yeah, she was the one that got the role. <laughs> never improper, claims the star 
was looking to add a love scene into the film so he could really get down and dirty with the actress. <laughs> Can't you see? Can we discuss the end of this, dude? <laughs> the first kiss? It was terrible. Oh, my God. I thought it was a buddy movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, his well, buddy. you know, I guess after we're done the show, I'll just, you know, take you upstairs and kiss you ridiculously since you're my buddy. What the fuck, dude? Can you see Steven Gall? It's Seagal so uncomfortable. Trying to get a love scene in this movie? Yes, I how, can see that. Where? Would, I don't know. How he would react to it. I could see him actually kung fu fighting, <laughs> What you know, between thrusts. He'd be like, she'd be on top of him with her legs wrapped around him, and he's fucking her, and he's doing, like, you know, kung fu kicks. Really slowly, of course, because then they'd speed up the yeah, camera. for real, it would be a scene where she's being raped by one of the, you know, terrorist R.S. Yeah. And he comes in after his own fight, all sweaty and stuff, and, like, saves her at the last moment. And then there's, there's like, this... this since, it's a, you know, since her bottom's already off. Her bottom's already off. She looks at him with her eyebrow, and he looks back. So he goes, just, you know, he flops out that three <laughs> inches and fucking goes to town. Uh, you know, if, you know, in, in, as they're filming the scene, he's going to get his hands all up in that. <laughs> he's going to, I mean, uh, Eric is probably going to be there act, trying to act, but he, <laughs> he's just motorboat. <laughs> They're trying to make it look sexy. But Seagal's just an animal. Seagal cannot make anything sexy, okay? Fucking sexy. Do you remember the sex scene between him and fucking, uh, oh shit, Lisa from uh, Weird Science? Um, What's her name? Um, I don't know. Oh, come on. um, Kelly LeBrock. Yes, Kelly LeBrock. Oh my God, that sex scene between him and Kelly LeBrock in, what was it, Alfred Justice or Mark for Death or whichever one it was. We're doing next. Holy (laughs) fuck, dude. That was so bad. (laughs) The only sex scene that was probably worse. Month of Seagal. (laughs) Month of Seagal. March. March is for Seagal. After Black History Month, it's Seagal <laughs> History Month. All Seagal movies. Uh, there we go. That's <laughs> fine. I don't care. <laughs> I could watch every Steven Seagal film, dude. We gotta find him. He is so bad. We gotta find one where he has love scenes in him, and that are bad. Those are the two required. Well, they're all bad. <laughs> the two requirements: there's gotta be a love scene, a love scene. Well, <laughs> you gotta go. Th- his earlier stuff definitely had a lot of love scenes in it because it was before he got fat. What about fat ones where he's, a, where he's a love scene? I don't remember one where he was fat. You know, like halfway through each podcast, people are like, I'm sorry, which Steven Seagal movie is this? Now <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking about Under Siege, sir. <laughs> oh, in that case. Uh, all right, so uh, what, 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 what? Oh, yeah, that fucking kiss at the end is so, <laughs> so forced. It is so, so forced. So forced. It was like this jarring. What are You're you like, going to do, Casey? <laughs> I'm going to get me some. <laughs> the girl across the hall will do it. <laughs> She's going to find fuck? out. He was a perfect gentleman to me. It was so horrible. <laughs> it was so fucking horrible. I mean, it remind you know what it, it flashed into my head? What? The fucking end of Running Man with uh, the chick and, oh, and yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like we discussed that during uh, Running Man, which is in our... 
repositories. 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 We were calling it an archive. We've gone to repository now. That's right. So, um, <laughs> did you know that he's written this? We've already said there's Under Siege Two. Yes, um, on the train. Dark territory. Seagal has apparently written the script for Under Siege Three. Sweet. He says, "What I want to do is a. I, I got to do like a fake Louisiana accent that goes in and out throughout the entire movie. It's really prevalent in the beginning of Under Siege, and then just completely disappears." What I want to do is write a movie, which uh, I sort of already done, where Russian special forces and American special forces work together to combat terrorism. <laughs> if you are and we all can come together now, then we all can come together. There's going to be some women who part in this movie. Rocky Four. Yeah. Okay. And you don't remember the end of Rocky Four? Where he fights Drago in yeah. Russia, and mm-hmm. then he do- gives his speech. Yeah. I don't think you guys like me very much, and I don't like you very much. But if you can come together, and you can come together, yeah. we all can come together. <laughs> it's just your, your face is, is, again, we need a, we need a camera. Here's some, here's some, we're getting so there. fucking horrible. So, so <laughs> you make him sound like he's like, Belongs on the short bus. <laughs> so, well, here's here we here's go. Rocky. So, according to a 2016 report from Benning Affair, it was revealed I, that Seagal and Russian President Vladimir Putin have been friends for some time now, and the two groups are close that Putin granted actor and martial artist Russian citizenship, and personally handed Seagal his Russian passport. Oh Jesus Christ! Seagal collaborated with Stevie Wonder for his debut album, "Songs from the Crystal Cave," <laughs> and the best part about this. Is that um, Steven Seagal got sued for driving a tank and killing a dog? Oh my God! <laughs> the entire driving a tank in the house episode resulted in the death of a man's dog, which resulted in a hundred thousand dollar lawsuit being filed. It was dismissed after the fail. The victim failed to file the paper, proper paperwork. Ooh, wow! Well, there you go. What do you give this movie, Paul? Proper paperwork. It's important. <clears throat> what do you what do you get this movie, Paul? <laughs> Under Siege? I'm going to go seven. You got to exp- explain why. Oh. A lot of people hate me, and I didn't know what to feel about that, so I guess I didn't like you much, not either. I don't know during this fight, I've seen a lot of changing. For a second, I thought Seagal talking to Putin. The way you felt about me and the way I felt about you. In here, there were two guys showing each other. But I guess that's better. And 20 million. Worst speech ever. What else? Trying to say. If I can change. And you can change. We must change. Everybody can change. Wonderful. That's so fucking horrible. Mm. Mm. Oh, and the really bad uh, uh, Gorbachev look-alike stands up. It's terrible. 
<laughs> Terrible. So oh. fucking bad. Your version makes it sound like he, his tongue got stung by a bumblebee. <laughs> it's not that far off. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right. So I said a seven. Seven. Um, you got to justify your Okay. Seven. So the, believe it or not, the, most of the action scenes are pretty good. Uh, even the knife fight at the end is pretty good, but there's always some kind of a drag in every one of the fight scenes that kind of bring it down a, a notch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that all the other characters in this movie were just fodder. Like, there's literally no backstory to anyone at all. Yeah, uh, any of them. Erica, Laniac, fucking, Mr. you know, Tommy Lee Jones, any of them. It doesn't fucking matter. They're just... There's no dimension to those characters mm-hmm. at all. Um, the only two characters that probably even have a backstory are Ryback and possibly the captain. Mm-hmm. And the captain's killed off, like, immediately. So mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck ever? And the backstories never play out. So, like, uh, Busey, you know, seems to be hated by his men, but, you know... Why does he hate? Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't really make a lot of <laughs> it's, sense. It's it's it's, it's shallow. It's right. Shallow. It, it every character is fucking paper thin. Right. Uh, you know, even Ryback is pretty much paper thin. Yeah. But whatever. Um, that's why. I mean, it, that's why I think it's it's above average. It's definitely the best Steven Seagal no. movie. And I like some Steven Seagal. I like Out for Justice. I like Mark for Death. But this is probably the, the, the pinnacle of his career. And after this, it goes downhill very quickly. Like, he does uh, Deadly Ground, and you can see him start putting on weight during Deadly Ground. Then he does Under Siege 2, and he's pretty much fat. So those and, are the next two movies we're doing. You know, so it's just like... <laughs> there you go. Now, do they have love scenes in them? I don't remember, dude. It's been a long time since I've seen either of those. I know Out for Justice has a sex scene in it. And um, Mark for Death has a sex scene in it because I think the Mark for Death one is the one with uh, 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 Kelly LeBrock. Is he fat in that one? No, those were his earlier movies. So those were like before he he put on the weight. Now there's plenty of shit afterwards, and I'm sure we can find some stuff. Do do your research. Super fat, and he has sex scenes. I'm sure we can find them. (laughs) I bet you can Google that. Super fat sex scene. Sure. So, um, I mean, that's kind of where I'm going with it. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's above average. Um, it's I, seven might even be high. I might go six. I think go I'm going to push it back down to six. Push it back down to because six. I don't think it compares to like a Die Hard. I, die yeah, Hard I Two. Saying. Or, I mean, we got to be fair with our ratings here. Yeah, we got to be fair with the ratings. Yeah, I mean, they mean absolutely nothing to nobody except for me. So yeah. I'm going to go six. You go six. Yeah, Tom, we're going to give it. I was going to give it a seven, mainly because the uh, a lot of what Paul said, a lot of it's shallow, a lot of it's mm-hmm. uh, there's no character development really. There is a lot of I- inconsistencies, you know, like like Paul said at the end. It's just like, you know, they they know each other, but you know, who cares? And then these people, they're, they're they're important, but they're not important. I think it's a seven. It, it would be a six if not for the uh, strip scene. See, that's why I'm going to give it a six point five. <sighs> All right, go. I'm going to give it a six point five because I, I think. I'm going to go to a 6.5 because of the str- the, 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 str- it's, the It's a point five. Yeah, it's that, a point five. That alone is a point five. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I was too greedy. Yeah, you're too. Yeah, I think a 6.5. <laughs> I 
I give it a point five for each. Uh, it was entertaining. For each tit, yeah. Each tit. Nice. It was. It was. It was entertaining. <laughs> I will watch that again. Her tits. <laughs> That was just amazing that 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 the the, the VHS story. I had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah, it's great, ain't it? It's it's fucking phenomenal. That's just and I can kind of think that that's probably very true because I definitely no. had this on VHS and I definitely fucking watched that scene a couple times. A couple times. A couple. Uh, times. Dude, I had a pause button. <laughs> 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 where's Where's wife number one? Oh, she's at work? Okay. <laughs> Let me pause this. Let me pause this right here. How would you feel like if you're the guy that got it and you were looking forward to that scene and like the VHS tape like warped? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't because I bought that shit. I think I've bought that movie three times now. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like if you rented it. Remember from, when from we actually yeah, yeah, yeah. from Blockbusters? Oh! Oh! That's just too <laughs> bad. This is bullshit. It now I'm going to have to fucking watch scrambled porn. Someone tells you that scene's in there, and when it gets there, it doesn't really play at all. And you're like, I was told there was a scene. I'm like, it was. I'm like, it was just nothing there. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, somebody actually performed an operation on the tape and yeah. cut that scene out of it. <laughs> it's like all the way up to where she gets out and she's dancing, and as she's turning around to show her tits, the scene just cuts off and then picks up a second later. Where, when the, yeah, Turn when the music <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But, yes, I, I give it 6.5. I, I actually enjoyed watching it. Uh, last I night. enjoyed watching it, too. As bad as it is in some places, mm-hmm. I still love, I still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, and I enjoy a lot of bad movies. All right. So, well, we're going to be watching a lot of bad movies this month of March. Yeah, I think so. As the, the munch of Marth of... Uh, Steven, what day was he born? Was he born in March? Would that be a chance? I a doubt chance? it. That, that'd be great if he was. That'd give us even more of a reason to uh, to celebrate uh, Steven Seagal. We'll, we'll have more facts about Steven Seagal. April. April. <laughs> April 10th, well, 1952. That's why we can't well, do an April. Uh, because all, it's almost. It's it's all, almost. We're doing WrestleMania. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. So we're, well, we're, the last week of March, we have to do our wrestling movie. That's what I'm saying. Because WrestleMania so, is early. In, so, I think. Uh, so we are going to cover Seagal um, for the next few weeks. We'll, we'll get together. and decide. Above the law, hard to kill, out for justice, marked for death. We got we go each of those movies and find out who the 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 female lead is. That's what we'll do. We'll figure it out. Anyway, was this like a Bond thing? <laughs> it's a Bond thing. Anyway, uh, we will be back next week as we begin March and celebrate Ooh. March as as fire down below. Fire down below as we celebrate the month of Seagal. That's a chick with a uh, a blonde with red bush. JB's driving Bond cars. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>